Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey guys, welcome back to Recording 2. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. For this week's podcast episode, we are giving you guys another recap because we had a fun weekend um, going to Houston to the Jonas Brothers concert. Vlog will be coming up this weekend as you guys are listening to this episode. And whenever um, we do fun little trips like this or we're out of town for the weekend, we always just like doing little recaps. Um, just to and give you like the real like rundown of how things go. Obviously, we try and record stuff for the vlog. But not everything gets in there. And I think it'll be super fun to give like these specific details about the concert because there's only so much you can get footage wise mm-hmm. of the concert or there's like copyright you know. issues. You can't get like the full the full experience. So. Not that this is going to be the full experience. You have to get to the Jonas Brothers concert to, to get that. Um, but. but hopefully our goal will be that by the end of this, you want to uh, scope out the remaining tour stops for the concert and get some tickets yourself. Um, before we get started, we always like to do weekly spotlights as well, which, I mean, I mean, our weekly spotlight is probably just this past weekend, so, like, that's this whole episode. Um, so moving on from that, <laughs> how about a book update? I have zero updates. I think I already told you guys I was reading Book of Night. I'm, like, maybe 50 pages in. It's just taking me a while to, A, find time to read, and then, B, I'm having a hard time getting into this book because I've been, like, I can't even say I don't like fantasy anymore because I've getting been getting more into some fantasy um but this one's just more urban fantasy if my terms are lining up appropriately where it's like still like the real world like if you're reading fantasy you kind of just want to like be in fantasy yeah so i'm not loving it right now but i will at least try and keep reading it i am still reading recursion by blake crouch um i think i'm getting close to halfway through the book um i'm I'm curious to know your final thoughts because all i've really heard is like so i'm kind of confused (laughs) Here's the, like, premise. I don't really want to, like, I don't want to give anything away, but, like, it's not really being given away because you find out pretty early on in the book that, like, this is what happens. Um, But the premise of the book is, and, like, Blake Crouch's books, the two that I've read now, and, like, I'm only halfway through this second one, like, they're just kind of meant to, like, be mind-bending and, like, they're going to be a little confusing probably. Um, But anyways, so you start reading the book and... It's, like, following this police officer who's called to go, um, like, try to talk someone off, like, the roof because she's, she's getting ready to jump and commit suicide. And then she's saying that she has FMS, which is called, um, like, something memory syndrome. I can't even remember the name of it. But it's, like, something that, like, people have, like, heard about people having where they start having memories of, like, this false life that they, like haven't lived and so and then they, like, grieve that life that they didn't yeah have. and because it's like to them they have like that was like their life but they know it wasn't their life but it's also like the memories like are, are so in such real. detail and so um she's saying like she had this has this husband and she went and visited him but he's married to someone else and so it's really like she ends up jumping and then um the police officer starts to like just get like this weird feeling and like kind of starts to think like he has it and um 
basically this was one i think is like you find this out early enough in the book <laughs> if you're that curious and don't want to know then like skip ahead a little bit um but like there is this machine that was made that if you have think of a memory and then use the machine it it then sends you back to said time and it can branch off into a separate timeline so now blake crouch loves branching of timelines yeah. <laughs> is that what you're learning yeah so those false memories are not false memories they the second life they lived come comes back to them once it reaches that time that point in the timeline where they went back and then okay you can pause so there that's <laughs> I'm like already getting confused so i'm like reading the book being like i think i'm getting it but also like there's so many layers now. what level of because this kind of reminds me of the seven and a half deaths of evelyn hardcastle i don't think it's that confusing because like i think there's a lot more i could think about but like in terms of it being necessary for me to understand and keep moving forward in the book it's probably not necessary but i just keep thinking of like if this is how this world works then like what about xyz but i can't think about it too much because then i start getting confused and it's not as necessary to the plot so okay so um, i don't think it's like as confusing but yeah. okay any other book i do want to read i want to finish this book before we travel again on friday we're going to visit mikey in cincinnati this weekend um so i'd like to have it done by then and then hopefully have something on my kindle i can read i really is my goal this is like i would love to be finished by cincinnati too because i want to probably bring a book for our travels and i don't want to read i haven't given it a full fair shot i'm not completely opposed to dnfing it i would like to at least get to page 100 because i feel like it's if i've read like a a third of the book and i'm still not liking it then i can move on but you know i hate dnfing Mm -hmm. a book so we will see yeah um also we have a four-day work week this week because so so we only have three days left uh because of our travels coming up and that's just exciting four days on four days off what we're doing and then four days on again is well i have i shifted my next week's schedule i get four days off um so we're taking a flight a one way on friday just because like we didn't want to take as much pto although like i in theory could have done the same thing now anyways i was just realizing (laughs) they're leaving on friday aren't they yeah but like we get half a day now, and it's just mom funny. already got the <laughs> flight tickets. I know. We already have the tickets at this point, but I was like, oh, I guess we could have literally driven with them at this point. I think in theory, like, I think I wanted to just take, like, a half a day at first and do, like, a day and a half, and then, like, but I've decided that, like, I need to actually just, like, bank a lot more of my vacation time, so I'm only taking one vacation day and then shifting my schedule, so that is what I decided to do. Um... But then on Anything Monday, else? we're just driving back with them, so. We should make those cookies at some point soon. Maybe not this week, since we're only in town for a couple more days, but I was thinking, okay. I know you hate fall. Hold on. What cookies? Oh, I was talking about, like, the brown butter cookies. That's what I thought you were talking about. What were you saying about me hating fall? Well, because I know you hate fall, but I'm like, sometimes, like, the idea of, like, sitting down and, like, snacking on stuff and watching, like, a fall movie sounds nice but then i'm like well, megan wouldn't want to do that i like really don't like any <laughs> fall movies but like i watch these like tiktoks that are you know halloween fall vibes and i'm like maybe that could be kind of nice i could maybe be convinced if if you really want what to. like if you had to pick a halloween movie to tolerate what would you pick 
You I hate Hocus Pocus, right? I probably hate Halloween Town more. What movies are there? Scary movies are out of the question. We don't like scary movies. Halloween Town. I don't like Twitches. I don't even know if that's Halloween, really. Anyways, I was going to say something when you were talking about food. Are you talking about the peanut butter cookies? Yes. Someone needs to... You remember the cookies too, right? Like, okay. Someone needs to figure out what happened to... I am pretty sure Nestle had a version, but like anyone could have had a version. There used to be cookies you could buy. The ones that are just pre-made dough where you piece them up, put them in the oven, and bake them. I know those cookies still exist today. But what does not exist and has not existed for like eight plus years, I swear, are... The same exact thing as, like, a chocolate chip cookie, except instead of chocolate chip, it's just peanut butter cups. That's it. I thought it had chocolate chips, too. Did it not? Well, it could. Whatever. But, like, the peanut butter cups. They had peanut butter cups in them. Not peanut butter. Not peanut butter flavored like, dough. No. Like, peanut, butter, peanut butter kisses or whatever. Yeah. The cups. Those cookies existed, and they were, like, my favorite cookies ever. And I have been searching the internet. I've been searching, like, what happened to peanut butter cup cookies and like you cannot find anything online if anyone knows where you can find them or what happened what happened to them let megan know please tell me because they don't make them anymore okay so we'll start on saturday morning because we well here's what i would suggest first of all background to like why did we even do this because like bruno mars he's only performing in las vegas it made sense that if we wanted to go see him had to go we had to go to vegas jonas brothers have had concerts that have been and will be much closer than houston um we would have loved to have gone to the omaha show that would have made so much sense for us it's only a two-hour car Saturday. ride all that unfortunately i mean fortunately we loved going to the wedding but our friend had a wedding in fargo north dakota on that saturday which made we, us unable to attend uh, yeah, the concert and then there's other, obviously other closer locations. They have a couple in Minnesota. They have a couple in Chicago. They have like one in Chicago. Maybe some closer ones still. But they were on like Fridays or Saturdays in which we would need or to. Or Sundays. Or yeah, I meant Sundays. In which we would need to like take some PTO. And we don't really want to do that. We're both kind of limited on PTO we want to take for different things. So we didn't really want to spend any PTO to go to the concert therefore leaving us to look for the Saturday shows. And then it kind of became... That really limits... Yeah. yeah. They're doing a lot of weekday shows. Or like Friday or Saturday shows where I can't get to them without taking PTO. So it kind of limited um, the concert options. And then it kind of just came down to which um, flights could we make work for the cheapest. And Houston Houston was the ticket. So, so that's why we went. Um, left Saturday morning. So our flights were basically 24 hours apart. We left Des Moines around 5 a.m. and then we left Houston also around 5 a.m. Made for some short nights. Yeah. So some short nights. Especially sure. with having a dog. Like, had we not had a dog, I would have tried to have gone to bed around like 9 probably because um, we got up at 3.30 to go to the airport. Um, However, Vegas decides when he wants to sleep. Yeah. And we are obligated to uh, bend to his every will. I mean, also just like it wouldn't have made sense to make him go to bed at like nine because he, yeah. it would have been more annoying for us because his clock would have been not synced up to go to bed. So he would have just probably been barking for forever. Yeah. And then we wouldn't have slept anyways. So we got a good four hours of sleep before we went to the airport. 
um got to the airport tried to sleep on the way i don't really think i slept, I slept actually pretty well on both flights but like i think i slept a little bit but like i never felt like oh, that was a that was a good nap that i got my in. so my strategy on flights i can't even if i know i'm going to sleep i can't not be listening to anything because then i feel like i just start thinking mm-hmm. versus if i'm listening to usually a podcast or something then i'll start like just listening to the podcast and then i'm like well if i at least don't fall asleep then i'm like interested entertained in whatever i'm listening to i didn't catch a single thing on any of those podcasts that i was listening to like i was out i downloaded probably like five episodes of different like dateline mile higher stuff and i think i like they all like ran through from like my sleeping and i was like i don't know what any of these were about so i could probably re-listen, re-listen to all of those um but i just think it helps me fall asleep a little bit easier than like nothing we had a layover in dallas and then we had it was only like a 45 minute layover we basically like we got starbucks because we were like okay now it's time to eat breakfast and then we went to the gate and it was basically getting ready to board also just like random little side thing is when it we were groups no no just kidding when we were at our layover at the gate for whatever reason these two girls were doing like a photo shoot did you notice that? oh yeah and i was just like i'm all for anyone like getting whatever picture shot they want but i could tell these photos like were not the moment and so i was just like what are you what are you doing you're standing in front of like this giant window that's obviously gonna make you backlit and like you're just in the airport so like i just couldn't tell what they thought they were doing um what i'm starting to be confused by because like for all four of our flights there and back we were group nine of nine which i don't care like that's fine and i also feel like i've seen a mythbusters episode where like it doesn't matter how you board the plane like it's not going to get boarded any faster no matter what you do so like i don't really care but what is the purpose of giving people different groups if you say group one board no one stands up group two no one stands up group three group four groups one through four go ahead and start boarding and there are five people out of the 200 plus people on the plane those are i think technically that's usually like priority so i do think you have to pay for that okay and so i'm guessing most people don't pay for that but even then i feel like even like five through nine is still like five six seven everyone's eight nine okay what are we doing what was the point of that that's how I feel. At the end of the day, I don't think it would really matters, but I just, it annoys me when I'm sitting there and they're calling groups and no one's standing up. I agree. Um, I also hate when people are like standing waiting for their group to get called. And then I'm like, are you in line? You know what else I hate? Like, in my opinion, the plain deboarding process is straightforward. It goes front to back. Each row, like you got to wait your turn. The rows in front of you get to get out first. That's just the matter of exiting a plane however when you first land you know everyone kind of stands up even if you're in the the full back part of the plane they can be in the aisle before like the person in the window seat is going to be able to get in the aisle but you have to wait for everyone else to like file out in my opinion so tell me why some people think that just because they're the first person in the aisle they get to just barrel on past people that is not the rule that is not what you do there was one person, because, like, the doors hadn't even opened yeah, to the plane yet. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The doors had not opened to the plane yet. Like, no one can go anywhere. Up, and people need to get their stuff out of the overhead bins, but we can't get out of the plane yet, so some people are still sitting down because you can't get out of the plane yet. And so the person who is sitting, and the me and Sierra were sitting, like, window in middle, and then there was someone else sitting in the aisle seat, and she had stood up and was just, like, 
standing because she's going to wait once people start leaving for everyone in front of her to leave. And then there's this person a couple rows back that was very condescendingly. She's like, she, ma'am, she can you please? Nice. Ma'am, is there a reason you're not moving forward? Because there was a giant gap between her and the next people that were standing because the other people hadn't stood up yet. And I mean, the, the girl wasn't going to like reason with her be like, I'm standing here and not moving, you know? So she kind of like backed into the aisle and like let the people like measle their way forward. Weasel the only <laughs> measle. <laughs> the only time I feel like it makes sense is if you have a connection. These people did not voice that they had a connection they had to make. So I just feel like they were uh, wanting to just get off as soon as possible. And it's like, like so do we, we all, all want to get off. So do we all. So we all are wanting to get off the plane. No one wants to stay here longer than we need to. Um, and then was it the way down there that we had that flight issue where we were held for longer? Yes. That was. I mean, I was like asleep basically, so I was like whatever. Uh, but we did like sit on the plane for basically an hour and a half after we had boarded for our second flight uh, before we could leave. I just because kind of, like, I kept like going in and out of sleep, and I'd be like, "We're still here." Yeah, I'd be like, Dang. "Are we on the ground?" There was one time I woke up and I couldn't. I didn't have like any memory of taking off. And I feel like usually takeoff wakes me up because you know it's a pretty <laughs> yeah. jerky process. And like we were like smooth flying at that point, so I was like, "Are we still on the ground?" And I was like, "Oh my god, we're in the air." So that was nice. Really, you didn't wake up for yes. takeoff? I don't think I did. I tried to like think, I was like, did I wake up and then fall back asleep super fast? Or I was like, what about the other flight? And yeah, I, I just now couldn't remember. I don't know. So technically I could have been woken up and then I just don't remember it. But I didn't remember having there was up one in the air. flight where like, usually I feel like I can tell when we're like descending and getting close to the ground. But then like we just landed. And oh, I was like, no, same. I was like, I didn't know. I didn't know we were landing right now. Yeah. We both looked at each other for that one because we were like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so this was like the issue it was something to do with the window. It either like was had an issue and that had, had been fixed or there wasn't an issue, but we had to get like a piece of paper that said there was no issue with the window before we could take off. And that's like annoying, like just bureaucratically, like mm-hmm. all the steps you have to go through to like leave. But like, I get it. And so I wasn't going to be annoyed, but like there were people on the plane that yeah. were annoyed. And it's like, they have, they can't like, do anything. What do you want them to do? The flight attendant right here can't do anything. The pilot can't do anything. Like, unfortunately, it's like one of those things where it's like, it's not my job to do X, Y, or Z. Their job is to wait for someone else to do their job. Mm-hmm. And who knows Who's who that is. Um, We got to Houston around 11 I try to be so. very understanding when it comes to people like being annoyed with like yeah. jobs and stuff because I know there are plenty of things that people get annoyed with me for, for like related to work stuff that I'm like, no, I no. literally have no control over that. Mm-hmm. So, sorry. So, I try to be very mindful of that. Um, We got to Houston around 11 or so. Um, It was, this was our first time in Houston. Third time in Dallas, or third time in Texas, I don't know. We've really only visited Texas for a PT conference in San Antonio, but we've been to the Dallas airport a couple times. Um, But Houston was fine. I had no other reason to go there. I don't know if I'll be back, but it did the trick for the show. Um, so we got to our hotel. We stayed at the Embassy Suites. Pretty nice place, I would say. Yeah. I don't know if our room, like, was upgraded or anything. Like, or it seemed like they're in the middle of renovations, but, like, was our room a renovated room? I kind of don't think so, but... Like, our room was work- nice. Yeah. Like, just, it was spacious. I was like, do we... I didn't expect that we paid for that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I tried to pay for the cheapest thing I could, so... Um, we didn't have any specific plans for that day i did find out that the 
playoffs were going on. So the Astros were playing the Twins, and that was going on nearby. So some people were walking around their Astros jerseys and stuff. Um, we went to there was a Korean festival going on. Yeah, it was kind of nice because we were just in the Uber pulling to the hotel, no plans obviously, and then we saw this like nice big park area with like a lot of people going to it. So it looked like a festival was going on, and so we were like, oh, we could just walk there because it's literally a block from the hotel and it's something to do and so we were there for a little bit like megan said it was a korean festival we i can't say that we've tried korean food but neither of us wanted that to be like our first and i wanted like a full meal so So we didn't try any of the korean food let us know if we should try any korean food at some point though i've heard korean barbecue is very good i just don't really know what it is yeah and if they use actual barbecue which i don't know if they do i don't love barbecue when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like barbecue sauce. Yeah. So we don't we don't know what Korean barbecue entails. Open to trying at some point though. Uh, however, we just wanted to like go to a restaurant and try some food that we knew that we would probably like. So we found it was called Papacito's Cantina, I think. Yeah. Really good. It was so good. good. It was like I think it was just Mexican, mm-hmm. right? Um, so we go in, we Chips and salsa were amazing. I, amazing. I used to not be, I've, as I've gotten older, I am appreciating Mexican food a lot more than when I was younger. I used to not like it at all. And then I'd be very picky with like what I would eat specifically. I used to not like salsa at all. And now that we've, you know, opened up our minds and our palate, I'm like, chips and salsa is actually very good. Especially like the chips. They were were so good. They were like thin, crispy, salty. So good. Um, Salsa is good too. But, and it's also like free. So you got to appreciate that. The meal. It's like a free appetizer. And I just both got like some tacos, some rice. It was so much really food, good, though. really filling. We also got dessert, also really filling. Well, we saw. I was just like willing to ball out. I was like, let's go like get whatever we want. And so I wanted like I kind of had a sweet tooth that I wanted to fill at some point, whether that was like at lunch or like doing something afterwards. So we were kind of looking around to see what sort of like sweet dessert type areas. We're around. There was a Shake Shack, which then Megan goes, well, what do they have there? Like shakes? <laughs> and I was like, hmm, probably. It's Shake Shack. Um, but we decided they had like, it wasn't even like the dessert that we had wasn't on the menu. It was on a picture, this picture on card on the table. And it just looked so good. It was like three brownies stacked on top of each other. It's in the vlog if you guys want to see it. And a little scoop of ice cream on top with a candle. I'm guessing it's supposed to be like a celebration thing. And then just um, some like cocoa coated uh, pecans. Or yeah, pecans. And uh, like whipped cream thing. And it was all so good. The nuts were good. The whipped cream, the whipped cream is kind of weird. I think it was like homemade. It was kind of grainy, but it was still good. It was a little bit thicker than normal whipped cream. And the brownie and the ice cream were obviously very good too. So that was just like... Sometimes you need a good, like, restaurant dessert. Mm-hmm. Um, then, at this point... Oh, and it has strawberries, too. Yeah. Can't forget that. 
It was good. At that point, we kind of like, I wouldn't say, like, I'm not sure how walkable Houston is, but I was kind of like, I don't really know where else to go or what else to walk to. And we didn't like want to keep Ubering places because we didn't really have like anything specific we were trying to do. So we kind of sat outside for a little bit and then we're like, dang, it's kind of nice out. Like the sun's hitting now and it wasn't earlier. So we just decided to go to the pool and the hot tub at our hotel. So we did that for a little bit. I caught a little bit of a nap, which was very nice because, you know, I wasn't running on a whole lot of sleep. Um, and then, because keep in mind, we were only like a block or two from the Toyota Center where said concert was taking place. So we're like looking at the venue. We were trying to see initially on the sign it had like this flashing screen of changing events happening at the venue coming up soon. So we're like just looking at it saying, oh, like the Jonas Brothers one probably pop up soon. And it wasn't at first. It was showing like stuff like a week out, two weeks out, whatever. So then we start turning away, just heading back to the hot tub. And then like, I don't know if we both turned to each other at the same time or like if one of us noticed first. I feel like you noticed first. But then I was kind of like, it's like in that moment where like you like hear something familiar and you're kind of like, if it's a song, you kind of like sing along or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, oh, like I hear like Little Bird right now. And I was kind of like, <laughs> you know, in my head. And then I was like, wait, I hear why do I hear right? it? And so then I turned to Megan. And I was like, are they sound checking right now? And then Megan heard it too. And then we we're like, oh my God, they're sound checking. And we did record some stuff in our vlog. I think you can maybe just barely hear it in the video clips I think that we you got. can hear it, but I don't know if you can make it out. I could hardly make it out when I was like there. I just knew I heard them. Yeah. And so then we were like freaking out because we we're like, oh my God, like that's, you know, I think it was Nick Jonas singing at that point when we were listening to them for that particular song. Um, and so we were really excited. It was hyping us up for the concert because we we're like, we're going to be hearing that tonight. Um, then we went and got ready. Um, I took a nap. We DIY'd our shirts to this concert, by the way. I also, this is funny thinking back on it. Cause like when you're trying to think of like, what do we want to wear to the concert? Um, I follow Sarah Crowley and I saw that she went to the Jonas Brothers concert cause she posted when she went to it. And, um, she was wearing like an, I love Nick or Joe shirt. And then her friend was wearing like, I love, I think she was wearing, I love Joe and her friend was wearing, I love Nick. And in my mind, I kind of thought, like, since they went to the New York show, like, they did it because of that. And I think I didn't know that this was, like, a broader thing that a lot of people were going to be doing. Because I was kind of like, I'm stealing that idea from you, girl. It was your idea. No one else thought of this. Come to find, like, a lot of people at the show had the same. Mm-hmm. Like, there's I love the Jonas Brothers. I love Hot Dads. I love their names, obviously. Not... Like, it was not unique, which is good, because then I didn't feel like I was stealing anyone's idea. But uh, if I was just like, huh, I thought, like, Sarah Curley, I thought you, I thought <laughs> she invented it. this. Um, I was very pleased with her outfits. I was very comfortable for, like, the entire night. If you need a simple shirt for, like, an iron-on, Target has, has a lot of basics. I am in the process. I start picking off the letters, and I need to, like, spend more time trying to do that, because it's just, like, a white cropped t-shirt that I, I mean, I most likely will not wear I Heart Joe again. So I'm trying to see if I can pick it off. It's kind of working a little bit. But it's also five bucks if you do want another one. Yeah, we'll see. Depends on what you want to do. I could throw it away. What you want to spend your time doing. Um, But I think if I were to throw that. it in the washer, it would just all come off. And I don't, like, no, I don't know. The washer, that would yeah. be kind of so a So I kind of just left it. I saw you just put it there. I was, I was like, trying to pick it off and then wash it. Um, What else after that? So we headed out. The venue opened at like six. We got in line pretty early. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because, like we said, we had nothing to do, no plans, nothing to do, just but the, go concert. To the concert. 
Um, and we had planned to like do dinner at the concessions at the concert. And so it was at the Toyota Center. So they had quite a few concession selections. We didn't walk mm-hmm. around like a ton of the venue to like see what all they had. So they had a Pizza Hut and then just a generic like burgers, chicken tender, popcorn concessions area. So I got a chicken tender I basket. I hope they were out of the cups they normally use. Well, it's kind of ridiculous. They were uncanning like every soda and pouring into a plastic cup. Is that what they were doing? Yes. What was wrong with their fountain drinks? I don't know. They didn't use their fountain machine. Interesting. So that's why like our plastic cups were like half full. They were yeah. Just... Well, I didn't see them do that. And so I went to go grab my drink and I was kind of like, you're, like, you're kind of skimping me on Like, what are you doing? Um, interesting. Um, the concert, we got in like shortly after six because that's when they let people in the building. The opening act started at seven and then the Genesis Post concert came on at eight. Sierra and I, we decided to splurge a little bit. And we got ourselves some floor seats for this concert. It was mostly, here's a combination of things. We were saying, if we are going to travel all the way to Houston to, to go, go to this to. concert. Like, we went to Omaha for our last concert yeah. for them. And so and we, we were drove, in the nosebleeds. Whatever. And the nosebleeds were fine. Like, it was still a good time. But we, like, we saw them, but we couldn't see them, you know? It could have been anyone down there. Yeah. Charading as Nick Jonas. And I would wouldn't have been any the wiser. And so I was like, if we're spending all this money to, you know, book a hotel. Mm-hmm. Book a plane ticket. And arguably, I would say, like, we care more about the Jonas Brothers than we do, like, Bruno Mars, for example. And, like, we probably paid more for Bruno Mars tickets than we did for these floor seats even still. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, let's just go for the floor seats. Because it was, like, 300 bucks for floor seats each. And we paid over 300 bucks to get a Bruno Mars, like, not even particularly close because it's such a limited capacity. Um, so, like, his tickets are expensive no matter what. And we just decided, you know, and like we knew we had like floor seats and stuff. Obviously, we like bought the tickets. But I feel like when we got there, I was like, the stage was, like, was right there. Yeah. <laughs> Holy yeah. crap. And, and it's funny because Sierra was like, she was asking me, she was like talking. She's like, wait, do you like know like how, how they, they enter the stage? Because when they, for the first concert that we went to, they descended from the heavens. They are, were on this like contraption that came down from the rafters and they came out singing uh, Roller Coaster. Mm-hmm. And so an iconic entrance. So I had known from TikTok that with the stage setup, they basically all just like emerge from the depths of the stage after like some fog and stuff kind of hides where they pop mm-hmm. up. And I'd asked Megan, I was like, oh, do you know like how they come on a stage? And so she was like, well, no. And so I was like, okay, I'm not going to tell you. And so it wasn't until like, when did you have that moment where you when were the like, fog started, like <laughs> when the fog started like going like, at the corners of the stage, I was like, I started like slapping Sierra, and I was like, "Did they just come up like right here?" Because <laughs> um, I didn't think I was gonna get that right away. But uh, yeah, and you can see that Nick's in- side was our side. Yeah, like they all went around a little bit, but like Nick's side was our side, which was good for me because I'm a Nick girly. It was funny though because um, he's the one that came up on that side. Yeah, uh, in our uh, vlog, also if you want to see some good footage of just them nice and close um but what was i gonna say i don't know <laughs> what were you gonna say i don't know i like lost my train of thought um what was so interesting was like with them being so close like they go up they're singing and like they'll like look around and like the audience <laughs> like i was getting like uncomfortable like maintaining that contact so uh-huh. i was like i can't keep looking at you i'm just gonna like look around even though like i was just like i can't <laughs> 
it was funny because like they're scanning the crowd and I'm like, you're looking at me right now. <laughs> that makes me uncomfortable. Um, yeah, it's just fun. It was also kind of nice. So they did their five albums. They technically have like six, but they didn't do their first one really. Um, and then they had to do like a couple singles that are pretty popular. So how it worked was like, they're taking you through all the albums in one night. That's the whole point of the tour. Um, but since their newest album is not as well known, I thought it was smart that they like intermixed it in with like between some of the other albums, they would do just a few songs in between and then switch to like the next album instead of like waiting for it all to be at the end. Cause then like no one would really like be as really invested out. Um, I of course knew still most of the most knew most of the new songs as well. Um, but it's definitely like not as as in my brain as the other mm-hmm. ones um and then i also liked how they had a screen that was playing stuff on top like between the different albums of like scenes and like like from that stuff. era from that and it's just cool because like they started when they were so young it's like them as teenagers yeah running around and like just seeing that progression as they get older was cool let's talk about some of our favorite moments from specific songs because they do like similar choreography and like there's key parts of like different songs where it's like I've seen TikToks of different things and I was like I knew stuff was coming um I feel like the biggest one that I was waiting for was Vacation Eyes um and even though I'm a Nick girly like Joe Joe takes over Vacation Eyes for his verse um and I like I like the little little high five that they do when they're passing each other to kind of hand it off to each other um but I recorded that. I posted it on my TikTok in hopes that it would go viral like some of the other yeah, TikToks. Not but quite. It did not. Um, I felt like this massive urge every time. I've always like, I feel like sometimes I go to or see people at concerts and I'm like, can you like chill with your phones, you guys? Like enjoy the moment. But being that close, like I well, felt, every time someone's like walking over to our side, I was like, I have to record this just in case something yeah. becomes of this. I was like, I don't know what it would be. But I did try to like be mindful of like, okay. Now, now, like, I wanted to get like the key moments, like you said, vacation eyes, um, only human, only human, where they like crouch down and stuff, and like songs that I really enjoyed. Like, I wanted to like have that Mm -hmm. moment for that. Like, one of my favorite songs, if not my favorite song from Happiness Begins, is I Believe that's like Nick Jonas's main song. And there's like part of it, he came in our little corner where he's right next to us in front of us. I have to record part of this. So, but otherwise, I was trying to be mindful of, like, set the phone down, like, live in the moment, enjoy it. So, I think we did, like, a good mix mm-hmm. of that. There are some people that you can definitely tell, like, phones up the entire time, which I don't mind also just, no offense, you guys, but, like, if you're just holding your phone up and you're not adjusting the lighting, like, this video is crap. Yeah. There's also, um, it was kind of funny. So, they have, like, a little intermission at some point that's, like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes long, and during the intermission, there were two other girls like on the floor who had a poster where it was like they were going around asking people which version of jealous do you want them to sing nick's version or joe's version because at the beginning of the tour joe was singing like the second verse and on this tour wasn't it or has it not been this whole tour i thought it was like on the last tour that joe had his moment anyways um for whatever reason on this tour maybe it's been like this the whole time i don't know but uh Nick does the whole thing and like so Nick has his song and then Joe will do Cake by the Ocean from when he was with the NCE 
And so they were going around, like, pulling people, having them mark down which version they wanted. Um, and it was just fun. Something else this is related to just, like, recording videos and stuff at the concert. I'm all for everyone, like, getting a good, fun video. But there was one particular person that I noticed who must have been there with her boyfriend, fiance, husband, someone. It was crazy. No, like, that was, like, influence from the wild like, yeah. level. And, like, he seemed like he could not have been having less fun of a time. Yeah. Like, he was, so, he was recording her, like, flash on and everything, and she was, like, turning away from the performance towards the camera and, like, like lip-syncing to the, camera. to the song, and I was like, really, why did you take. come to the concert? Yeah. Like, do you enjoy the Jonas Brothers? I just, it was weird. And also, like, not just that, but then, like, when there were songs that I feel like are kind of, like, even if he's, like, not a Jonas Brothers fan... there could be songs where it's like more meant for like couples or it could be kind of like a nice song to just like if you're at a concert with your significant other and there's like a meaningful song that comes on i feel like it lends you an opportunity to just like be in the moment with like love bug or something gives couples to like you know you hug and be like oh like we love each other there's a couple times that i would look over and he was either like sitting down and like just not invested at all or like i mean that was him every time i looked around it was like he was he just looked like he did not want to be there. Um, I felt like that was a missed opportunity on both their parts. I was looking around every once in a while, too. There's obviously, like, guys that were there that were fans and stuff. But you can tell when a guy is there because his girlfriend dragged him there or his wife or whoever because they're just, like, standing and, like, yeah. maybe, like, maybe, like, mouthing the words to, like, some of the popular songs that they might know. But, like, otherwise, just standing there, chilling. And I'm like, well, you should invest in learning some... I was like, that. you know what that made me think? I was like, I would love to uh, go to a concert where, like, the artist has, like, primarily, like, male following. Like, do you guys sing to songs? It'd be interesting. Because, like... Do you sing and dance to songs? The demographic was 95% female. And we were out having a good time. Yeah. I'm sure that, like, artists that have predominantly male Zach Bryan. have... You think it's predominantly male? I think it'd be, like, 50-50. I bet. I feel like it'd be a lot of couples, honestly. It's fair. I just am like, do you guys like sing and dance to your concerts? Like, or is it just because you're not interested in this artist that you're like, mm, I don't or care. Or like rappers probably have. I don't know. Like, what is like the most like demographically Pop. male audience? Because like, girls will listen to anyone. But like, who has like only guys that listen to them? Probably no one. Screamo. I will look into this later. I don't know. That was something that I thought about. I was like, you guys need to let loose. Um, there was also, so they sang Little Bird, and they said, or some person, I don't know how far in advance this was, like, planned or what, um, but Joe did, like, a gender reveal at the end of the song for someone, um, so that was cool, and someone proposed during Love Bug. Was it Love Bug? I think so. Uh, so they showed them, like, on the screen, like... It was funny, because, like, Nick or Joe started, like, tapping Nick to, like, point to say, like, look. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see that. Yeah. And I was like, what happened? And then eventually it showed the couple on the screen. What else? I was going to say... Oh, Nick Jonas did sing Red Dress. I think he has been doing that he has for, like, pretty much the entire tour. Because he knows, like, we're the fans. We want it. Give it to us. Um, He's the other side what are some songs so. that you, like, wish that they would have gotten more of or, like whether it's from their individual songs that they would have sang. I do wish, and, like, obviously I know that it's only so many, so much time in the night. 
It was like a three and a half hour show. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I wish because Happiness Begins is like probably my favorite album from them. And we like got a lot more of those songs in their entirety at like the previous tour because it was the Happiness Begins tour, like specifically for the release of the album. But it was like, you know, kind of the same as the first few albums where it was like a mishmash of the songs. So I was like, I want more of that song. Um, Hesitate was very sad. It was sung in its entirety. It was. So it was, I believe. Um, very sad. There were like a lot of people crying. <laughs> yeah. During that song. And, and like everyone, tell, like you could tell Joe was like, everyone looking straight at the screen. Yeah. Cause from where we were at, we couldn't see his face. I wonder if they did that on purpose or if like he'd been doing that the whole show. I was wondering that too. Where like, they were very zoomed There was like, like a back. It was kind of dark and stuff. Yeah. And so, but like everyone was like trying to look at his face during the song. But props to him for it's just so sad like that's probably like one of my favorite songs of theirs and so like it's just it's sad i didn't get to like enjoy it like it's full full meaning and stuff because of what's going on but um loud cheers after that song i think everyone was just trying to like be supportive Mm -hmm. Um this episode is brought to you by reese's peanut butter cups and breaking news Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Um, yeah, what else? There was no encore. I don't know if like I don't. I know the half play. Let me play my music at one of these concerts. So I don't know what has to go on for them to like play any other like song not on the playlist or Um, set. Other things that I wish they would have done. Nick Jonas had a full album that he made during the pandemic, like between Happiness Begins and their newest album. And the only time you heard any of those songs was during the intermission. They played (laughs) This Is Heaven, like, during the intermission. Obviously, it was just, like, on the speaker and stuff. But I was like, you should have included, like, some of those. It's the Jonas Brothers concert, though. Well, they did, like, the each of their own. Yeah, the each of their own. Single. I wish they would have done Chainsaw. (laughs) I know they do Jealous because it's, like, his most popular Mm -hmm. single. And same with Cake by the Ocean. I was like, toothbrush, you know. Okay, during Brennan Up, they had, like, flames going on the stage. Those dancers had to have been toasted. It because, was warm like, by It us. was warm where we were sitting. I can't imagine being where some of those dancers were at on the stage. Like, makeup melting off is what it would have been. Um, I also feel like it's just, like, the older albums with, like, their most popular songs. Like, the note hits, and you're just like, oh, my God and start freaking out because like we had like a lot of those moments which was again nice in the same way that for bruno mars was kind of different because he would like switch up the beginning of his song yeah, so his, much bruno mars i was like constantly just like what is the song that you like be? didn't know until he like literally started singing and so it was like you were, like waiting to see what song is next versus jonas brothers like they're not changing up the yeah songs. like i could tell what songs like, they were leading into usually boom and the, or no hits like, start and you get excited yeah and Bruno Mars, I feel like, is also just, like, more, like, present day. Like, there's not really, like, a whole lot of nostalgia I have for a lot of his songs mm-hmm. um, versus Jonas Brothers. I do. I was younger. What do you think of, like, their, like, just show set up with, like, the stage set up and, like, lights? 
camera, I was whatever. pretty pleased. I don't have really any complaints. Um, I understand, like, they had the separate stage to, like, get closer to the people on the other side of the arena. But I was like, I didn't like when they went over there. Because yeah. I, like, I can't see anything. couldn't see them very well. Or, like, it was, like, the backs of them that I was seeing. But I get it. Yeah. We see it. They had, like, a walkway that they do between the stages. And, like, we didn't even get a good view of them when, when they were walking. Because, like, but everyone we were, else is in our way. We were right up to in front of the stage when they were on. So, mm-hmm. so we had great seats. I wouldn't change a thing. I know. I was honestly, like, I was kind of nervous having floor seats when I didn't fully, like, I'm, I've never had a floor seat before. So, I was kind of, like, is it going to be, like, a bad idea to, like, have a floor seat? Am I going to be, like, behind a bunch of people on the same level and I can't, like, see very well? they're high enough it's not yeah it doesn't matter i wasn't like trying to like look over anyone so it was all fine kevin did a great job with his guitar playing yes he did um i feel like i mean there would be like little bits and pieces where like uh they like aren't singing and they'll like talk and share a little bit of like you know do a little backstory or whatever and the thing artists do between songs sometimes and that was like good and fine i love the jonas brothers no matter what so like increased stage present isn't necessary for me but like they're different and that like they're the Jonas Brothers and they're not Bruno Mars and like Bruno Mars has like a different kind of stage presence but all good both are good I feel like Bruno Mars like his He's stage presence yeah yeah that's what he is like he is like I'm gonna dance I'm gonna sing I'm gonna put on like a I am an show. event yeah for you all and not to say like the Jonas Brothers are like they are like singers in their own right but like I wouldn't say they're dancers yeah they kind of like, like just they're do just like performing their music right and like, trying to have like a good show with it but bruno mars is like this is the dance with the music and like <laughs> so it's, it's just choreographed different. yeah versus yeah both amazing shows like to be honest as someone who hadn't been to like a legitimate concert until like 2016 um i never thought i would be like as invested to be traveling to go to concerts two concerts especially twice that we traveled to and then also, honestly, like, considering going to, like, Bruno Mars for, like, a split second again because, like, one of our friends, like, asked. But I was like, I can't. Like, I can't like, do that again. Haley, um, Haley loves the Jonas Brothers, too. And Haley was like, oh, I'm jealous. Like, I want to go to a show. And they technically have one in Minnesota. Again, we said we that, that we wouldn't go because it was on Sunday or something. Um, but Megan's like, low-key, like, we go again because Haley wants to go. Um, Haley said that she might try and convince Ashton to go with her. I think, yeah. when is it? November? November something on a Sunday. So, Haley, like, if you you're know listening, what? you do it. Haley, if you're listening, go. You got to convince Ashton. That's your reward for um, when he finishes his test. All of the work that you've put in while he's studying. He, All the work he's put in. Yeah. That's your reward. And, and his reward. Yeah. He says he, like the, he doesn't like the Jonas Brothers. Go to that show and then he can decide. <laughs> decide after you've invested that much money if you like them or not. It's You don't have to spend a whole bunch on tickets it'd be an affordable trip anyway and you'd make your wife happy that being said let's talk about like if we think it was worth it or not for like what we spent versus what we got out of it no regrets i agree i mean we were sitting there like literally before the concert started and i was like obviously you have to be smart with your financial decisions this is not financial advice but we weren't like breaking the bank and like you know wondering how we're gonna make ends meet after purchasing these tickets yeah you know it was just like more expensive than what some people potentially would have spent or like you know we didn't go about it like the cheapest I feel like way here's the thing everyone spends their money in ways that matter to them i wasn't gonna do this for just like a random 
like oh i'd go to this person's concert but like like i care about the jonas brothers they're one of my top artists i know all their songs well like i now know (laughs) i now know all their songs um but ever since like their rebirth Mm -hmm. in because like that's what's interesting about us is that we were like general fans when they like were first big like knew all the popular songs you know we were disney and watched viewers shows and but like we didn't really become big fans until happiness begins yeah and that like started our love for them and then this concert gave us a chance to actually like spend time going back to listening to their backlog and getting to love that stuff yep um can't say i would like i wouldn't go to this again for the same tour one one show's enough for this level of commitment <laughs> if i were to go to a different show i'd be getting cheaper tickets um anyway concert ended there was an intermission i said that oh okay concert ended around 11 11 30 11 um luckily we didn't have to uber or drive or anything our hotel was just a block away so we our trusty g7x has been continuing to do as well we literally took like i mean we took some pictures in the venue took a couple outside and like called it a day do i wish we could have spent more time you know maybe but like getting a good photo but okay it was okay they both made the instagram so like hi the g7x postable photos to total pictures taken has a much higher percentage than phone yeah i don't know what it is but it's true anyway then we got back to the hotel and the hotel elevator while while i was mathing like when we had to get up for the flight like I was like crying on the inside because I was like, "You're like this is oh. worse than I suspected." You're like, "Hmm, it's eleven o'clock." By the time we get back to our room and like change, it's eleven thirty. It's a half hour drive to the airport, even for some reason at three a.m. at three in the morning. And we got to get and at three. Our Uber, Uber, our Uber was ordered for three fifteen, so we got up at three a.m. So I was like, "Oh, we got three and a half hours of sleep." Yeah, that was like. It, it was, was doable, fine. and honestly, like, I wasn't even, like, falling asleep, passing out in the Uber, either. Um, we were awake enough, although I was, like, actively, as we were, like, traveling, going to the airport, I was actively looking at places to try and sleep in the Dallas-Fort Worth airport, because we had, like, a two- to three-hour layover. So, I was like, if there's somewhere we can sleep, please. There's anyway, a website. I'm we'll getting get to in a second. Um, anyway, so, pro trip. Pro, pro trip pro tip for anyone who has like an early early morning flight where it's like you want to get up and get out the door do as much as you can the night before like i'm talking i'm changing my airport outfit as much as i can before the night packing most of my toiletries up like clearing the shower if you have stuff in there everything is packed so that when you wake up you have like i throw my charger in i throw my glasses in throw my toiletries in like we're good and we were like out the door at like 307 or something having woken up at three so we were efficient with that. We go downstairs and like check out and the Uber pulls up. Now we're in the airport. So there's a website. It was like sleepinginairports.com. I don't know if it's actively updated or anything because I'll tell you what. The information they gave me was crap. It was not helpful because I was looking stuff up and I knew at which terminal we would end up in. And both the gate that we arrived at and the gate we were leaving at were in terminal C. And so I was looking at the website and it was sorted by airport 
and it gave me information like specific terminals and it gave me a few different call them travel lounges near whatever gates it said in terminal c there was no lounge like and then it it mentioned like there's like some couches available like a couch would be nice okay that's what i was trying to look for anything that looked like i could sleep on it there was the extent of what we found were the airport chairs with like the extended leg rest kind of um so that's where we ended up getting also, settled i have no idea what was going on in the dallas fort worth airport but it was freezing for the entire three hours we were there it's like that moment when you got off the plane and you're in the jet bridge. called the jet bridge where you're like oh it's kind of chilly but, but it never when i get in the airport then i'll be good and you like walk to the airport and you're like it's still cold out here like, maybe it's because like we just got the jet bridge like some of the air is coming in i keep walking further down i am still cold i was cold the entire three hours that we were in the airport like shivering gonna- freezing <laughs> I was gonna. I was like just waiting to, to get back onto the next plane. I was like, it has to be warmer in there. And so that was miserable as well. Got Starbucks, of course, in that airport uh, at some point too because I had to eat. Um, I don't find any answers. Um, tried to sleep on the chair recliner thing, didn't really work because I couldn't really get comfortable at all, and then um. What I looked up, but like didn't, I didn't feel like going to another terminal. And also, this costs money if it even is a thing. I don't know if it even is a thing anymore because like it could be outdated. But there, from my research, I found that there is something called like minute lounges or minute pods. I don't remember. Something with like minute in it. And it's like something you'd go to like pay, I think like 48 bucks for like an hour was like the rate that it said for like a little private room with like a twin bed that you could like sleep in and like that's probably so gross like just like how often you think they would clean that out i would hope after everyone you'd hope anyways i mean it's it can't be that much different than like all the airport lounge chairs that you're trying to sleep on anyways i guess anyways i was like so desperate that i was like i almost I'm almost about to go to Terminal D, but I didn't because I was just like, if it, if we get there and it's not even there, like, I'm going to be so mad. And then also, like, do I want to pay 48 bucks to maybe sleep? So I didn't, and I thought for sure do. by, because, like, by the time that our flight had boarded to go from Dallas back to Des Moines, I was like, I'm actually doing pretty well. Like, maybe I'll stay up. I got, like, a ton of snacks, like a Cheez-It bag. I got a coat. I got some Oreos. I was like, I'm hungry. I'm ready to like munch on my flight back. I get into the, <laughs> I get on the plane. I don't open anything back up. I had some cheeses when I was still technically sitting, waiting to board. But when I got on the plane, I was asleep the entire time. Surprisingly, like out of the three flights we had already had, I've been trying to get so comfortable, like leaning on like the window, leaning forward against the seats. Like I was trying every position to get comfortable and I felt like I couldn't on that flight. I just sat straight back in my chair. It was the most comfortable I'd, I'd been, like, the past two days. <laughs> Do you ever use, like, the foldy parts of the headrest? Sometimes. But that one didn't have any. Yeah, that one was kind of weird. It wasn't that bad to sleep, though. No. Clearly, I fell asleep in, like, two seconds. But, like, I mean, they're not that great, but, like, they're not worthless. They give like, you a little, like, <laughs> a little can, something. You can lean your head over and have a but little something. But then you got to be really careful. Like, you get a crick in your neck so easily when you're sleeping on a plane. Yeah. 
you had to reposition. Like I was like, I'd lean on it and then I would like try and back up against it. So I'd like angle my head the <laughs> other way to even myself out. Cause I was yeah. like, I can feel the crick forming in my neck. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we got back to Des Moines by like 1130. You know, sometimes, like, you, like, will cross your legs and, like, put your hand, you know, under your leg. I'd fallen asleep like that. And I was like, my finger is going to fall off. Like, that's how numb it felt. <laughs> there was, like, one time I was sleeping on the plane, like, leaning against the window. And, like, my elbow made, like, the whole bottom of my arm go numb. So. Also, Megan, like, historically, on planes, if she falls asleep, like, for she reason, has I get, to like, jump, giant like, twitches. So, much. so I had one giant twitch where Sierra was like, oh, my God. But there was one time when we were going to the Bahamas and... Like, I don't know what happened, but my jump included me, like, my entire arm lifting up and, like, hitting the ceiling of the plane. So, and, like, I don't think I twitch that much in my sleep when I'm just, like, sleeping in bed. No, it has, I think it has to do with your body positioning. Almost, like, I'm sure you didn't have, like, a dream where you feel like you're falling, but I feel like it's that sensation in your body that happens to cause you to jump, which obviously only happens when you're upright. Yeah. Anyways, that was the, we got that back was the to trip. Morning. And we were back around noon. So we had the whole rest of the day to kind of get things settled. Vegas was a perfectly good boy. Not perfect, but you know. Haley watched him. She watched him with Henry. And so Meg and I were just like, wow, we watched Vegas together. And, and he's annoying. Even then, we're like, and oh Haley was watching him by herself with a baby. So snap. Go Haley. Um, now he's also sleeping right now. This podcast has taken a few bouts to record but mm-hmm. we thank you for your patience and hopefully you couldn't tell that we had to split this up a couple Much. times um if you guys enjoy this episode make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel follow us on instagram if you want to see the real life happenings of everything we talked about new vlog coming to our megan and Sierra youtube channel on saturday i feel like it turned out very well i put some time into editing that one so yeah we will talk to you guys next thursday bye, bye.